we are live how's it going kevin what is going on mike hello everybody your mic's in trick room right now ladies and (laughs) i wanted to ask you uh how was your week yeah no that's great so Uh... mine was uh i went to the store had a had a real nice time you went to the store that you spent a week in the store no you're supposed to tell me how your day was oh i don't want to talk about it <laughs> what okay listen. like you remember how last week i said i was top 500 uh, okay <laughs> well this week i'm top twelve thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like things have uh Things have happened in the competitive. You know, it's okay. I just took my rating and I used the trick room mic, so I'm actually number one in the world. Oh, that's it. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, actually, what I what I was trying to do back there, I was trying to do a little uh, trick rooming of my own, where the the the, uh, priority isn't exactly what it looks like uh, in Mm -hmm. terms of the the normal normal speed tiers so in the speed tier of of me asking how was your week normally you're supposed to go first but instead oh i went went first first. exactly mike exactly and that's that's completely and utterly what we're talking about today today is all about trick room the terrible terrible epidemic that is uh happening on on oh God. <laughs> VGC right I, now and doubles. It's my it's like the only <clears throat> thing I can't do anything about right now yeah. with my team. It's like it's I feel like like this generation specifically, at least maybe this metagame specifically, mm-hmm. it's very oppressive. It's it feels very oppressive. Like really? when you see it, you're just like <sighs> you just it's just a deep sigh. Oh, There's not man. much you could do. You just kinda have to sit there deal with it because it's almost a hundred percent guarantee set mm-hmm. and you just gotta stall out the game for you just as gotta be you there yeah, yeah you just gotta try to sit through it and do the best you can just <laughs> stay alive yeah um so welcome everybody to poke sports uh a, a competitive pokemon podcast uh, i am again your host still just mike and i'm here with uh kevin x reservation over to my left um if you're listening to us on spotify and you're one of the new uh, uh listeners on on that platform then welcome uh, i'm happy to happy to deliver my voice and kevin's voice to your ears <laughs> <laughs> deliver my voice exactly that's that's all Prime the podcasting shipping, is really. right before christmas <laughs> <laughs> if you go to listen Patreon. now to get slash... my voice <laughs> You go to patreon.com slash pokesports podcast. You can have our voices delivered to you there too. Right before Christmas. <laughs> exactly. It makes the perfect Christmas gift to somebody who does that. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> on this podcast, we talk to you all about. Uh, <clears throat> wow, I can't. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> what's. <clears throat> Mike forgot his water, guys. It's okay. I'll drink some for you. It's okay. I'm back. <clears throat> So on this podcast, we talk to you all about different uh, aspects of the competitive Pokemon scene um, in all of its forms. And and we're going to kind of get into what what that means uh, in in the coming weeks. But just know there there are some pretty super secret things planned uh, for for Pokesports that I'm really excited about. For now, what we're doing is uh, looking into VGC. Uh, VGC... uh, Mind you, is is a thing that Kevin is a big proponent of. Uh, something that I have been kind of on the on the outskirts of for for the last little while, trying to trying to learn uh, as much mm-hmm. as I could about it. But anyway, um, if you're looking around on Twitch right now, since we do record this every week at Sunday at 9 p.m. EST, um, you'll notice that things are different than they were last week. Uh, we have had a full redesign of all of our our logos and images and uh, all of that good stuff. So. Big we got thanks. new pixels, Mike. Exactly, we got new pixels. Uh, we got <laughs> uh, big shout out to um, the average Joe uh, who who put all that together. He was a he's a real pal. Uh, getting that done super quick, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, that said, uh, if you guys would like to be a pal, if you do notice the old logo anywhere, I'm doing my best to to track down all of them. But 
if you see an old logo floating around and you're like, wait a second, I thought Pokesports changed. It did. It's this now. <laughs> so <laughs> we're trying to snipe all the old logos. Exactly. So snipe them down. Snipe them down. Give us their coordinates. <laughs> exactly. Give us their home addresses. We'll go to them. Uh, if you find them, you can DM them to us on Twitter at Pokesports Pod or on Instagram at Pokesports Podcast. Um, anyway, so this week, uh, let's start with a little bit of news. Uh, I wanted to actually, because <clears throat> I, I realized that we've been doing this podcast for a couple weeks now. And we've been talking about um, a very specific type of, of um, stat um, yeah. that's that's been kind of given from uh, VGC stats, at VGC stats on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. That's all coming from something called the Galler Weekly. And, and yeah. I feel like we haven't really talked too much about it and we haven't really shed it out that much. So we're going to do it right now. The Galler Weekly uh, <laughs> has been going on for the past four weeks. It's been hosted by VGC Stats. Um, it actually tweeted out today uh, that it has 173 players on it. So Oh, this week? This week. Yeah, this week's oh, Galler wow. Weekly has 173 it's, players. I mean, it started off with only like close to 100. So that's yeah. that's big growth. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, the cool thing about about Galler Weekly is that it collects all of the data and it yeah. like, distributes all of that data uh, from before, their tournament. They were doing it before other places were. That's why that's primarily why we use them to begin with. Yeah, because exactly. there was like no other place we can get VGC data from. Like, mm-hmm. I think even Showdown wasn't releasing it. So, yeah. Thank Showdown God was, they were doing it. Exactly. Like Showdown was holding it really close to their hearts. Like, I'm sure yeah. like. You know, whoever admins Pokemon Showdown, which is probably like Ryan Agloza and and Cybertron. They're all just like hoarding all the data. Like, I know what the meta is. I know the true meta. Let the forums decide what they do, but I have the real meta. Um, So, I mean. Star Wars coming out this Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Star Wars. They definitely. They definitely need it from us. Yeah, um, actually, and they're they're going to be doing their Galar weeklies and uh, into 2020 as well. But uh, once VGC starts in in January 2020, um, that's going to be probably the biggest tournament that that Pokemon has. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but until then, the Galar weekly is is the biggest as of as of today. Um, we don't have stats for this week's. Uh, we're going to have those stats by next week. But I will say that not an hour before recording this podcast, I did see on their Twitter feed that uh, one of the people in the finals is using an Inteleon. Ooh. Yeah. My attention yeah. has just been received. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Why Inteleon specifically? So I'll, I'll tell you. Um, <clears throat> this I understand person... like it stops follow me, but that's, sure. that's about it. But listen. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, they actually tweeted out the the Twitter account of the of the person who's who's using the Intellion, um, mm-hmm. and he tweeted out like, "Oh, I'm in the finals. I'm using an Intellion. Like, oh, that's neat. Look at me, kind of thing." But also yeah. his his Twitter bio, his uh, his his bio part, it reads that uh, Intellion is better than Dragovish, and so I'm curious oh. why he says that specifically. Oh, because you can sash it and then kill Dragovish with Ice Beam. <laughs> mm, okay, <laughs> so that okay. makes it a lot better, Mike. Ah, that's fair. All right. So uh, as well, I want to, while we're shouting out VGC stats, uh, check out VGC stats website. Uh, if you just search up VGC stats on, on Google, it'll probably be the one thing that pops up, um, which by the way, they probably, and just so anybody here knows that's what like anybody wants you to do. They want you to Google them because then that means mm-hmm. that the search engines are, are spitting out their names more. Anyway, go to the VGC stats site. Um, it shows the, the tournament stats uh, based on per, uh, performance and popularity. Now they've, they've like created a, a combined CP stat, like combat point stat. Um, and of course, number one right now are, is Excadrill. So, oh, this is just for their tournament. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a little different from from Picoletics because Picoletics. Oh, does, I can imagine. Like, yeah. Uh, battle stadium doubles. Thing. Yeah, it does. Everything. Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> but um, to to have your own tournament and then just give out all the stats for it, that's that's really cool to me. I yeah, like that's that a lot. Cool. But that's not here. What that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? We're here to talk about Trick Room. Oh Trick boy. Room. <laughs> Kevin, I got a you've, you, you've got opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... A, this is an unbiased podcast. Oh, no. But, yeah. <laughs> you've been playing, you've been playing obviously, a ton of uh, yeah. uh, Battle Spot. What, are, what do they call it now? Is it Battle Tower? 
Battle Stadium. Battle Stadium. It's still BS, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> in more ways than one. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Battle Stadium. This, when you when you say that you're you're at like twelve thousand right now, um, mm-hmm. is is that like really low? Do you think? Do you think there there's a ton yeah. more? Oh yeah, I think that's a lot. Well, here's can you the thing. fall further? I think so. Because here's the thing. Um, I thought that anybody can face anybody from any tier. Mm-hmm. I mean, from any like area on that ladder. But I have found it that like you know, four thousand, the f- top four thousand can face anyone within the top four thousand. But once you fall lower than that, mm-hmm. you only start facing you know lower people. Oh, so yeah, like I've only been going against ten thousands and you know nine thousands and eight thousands, like around that area. So there is some type of division amongst the tiers, which is mm-hmm. what I'm noticing, which is good. Yeah, yeah, like they have they have their own it makes their own brackets. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, neat. Um, and and so within your your battle stadium uh, experiences, what what has the the presence of Trek Room been this week? Uh, it's 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 one or the other. It's either Bronzong and Butterfree or Haturn and Indeedy or a really? mix match or a mix match of both of them because. <laughs> You add anything with redirection and put it next to a, uh, a trick room user, it becomes really irritating. And the like, the reason why it's Bronzong and Butterfree specifically is because mm-hmm. Rage Powder has this little, this little um, exception where Grass Pokemon aren't affected by Powder moves. Mm-hmm. That includes Rage Powder, and oh. you know, br- so so yeah, Grass Pokemon can get through, and you could hit that Bronzong all you want, but. You're not gonna get rid of it. <laughs> You're not gonna stop a, a bronze zone with one grass Pokemon. Really? Okay. Not. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's irritating. Before we get too far into it, then I guess we should get into what Trick Room actually is. Because yes. I'm sure there are a lot of people mm-hmm. out there who either have a vague idea of what Trick Room is, or have been hearing the term, uh, the, the you know here and there, or have, have even been playing the game and, and seeing it used and don't even know what it yeah. is. Um. Mm-hmm. So. I think that I have figured out a comprehensive way of of explaining, but not even what Trick Room is, but what what Pokemon is. Okay, Pokemon can be brought uh, broken down into three specific categories. All right, there there are eight hundred Pokemon in the game, uh, over eight hundred. There are four hundred used in this generation, but everything can be broken down into three sections, a triangle, if you will. Take this is like Mike explaining the meaning of life yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I want you to take a look right here. At, at, and for those of you who aren't uh, uh, watching the podcast right now, I can tell you s- super simply what it is. It's a triangle, and at each uh, corner of the triangle, it says a different word. Top one, attack. Bottom one, defense. Other side, speed. So it doesn't matter what, what position they're in. But anyway, attack, defense, speed at all three of those corners. Pokemon can be broken down into those three words. All right. You have your oh, attack resources. Yeah. You have your physical attack, special attack, your your effect moves. Like, uh, you know, people from singles would know swords, uh, sword dance or quiver dance. Um, even from VGC. Uh, VGC in particular would know things like helping hand. Um, you know, you've got your elements, uh, your, your, you know, your bug grass psychic whatnot uh your abilities your evs ivs and your held items all of those affect attack Mm -hmm. then you have your defense your physical defense special defense your effect moves like protect uh your hp which is a resource health is a resource oh absolutely um your elements your again you know water electric uh Mm -hmm. abilities ev ivs held items those all go toward your defense you have your speed that's your third one Speed this is where has, room comes in. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> your speed, you have your effect moves like your after use and your quashes after you makes uh what's it? It makes the next uh whoever it targets uh do the next attack. Is the that the next it? move? That's yeah, it, the next no move. matter what. And then quash yeah. quash like re- reduces the priority priority of of the move uh that's about to so like last, yeah. Exactly. It makes the it go negative last. seven. Yeah. <laughs> then you have your abilities, EBIVs, held items. Those all affect speed. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't really have one without the other in this game. Uh, you it, And everything just kind of boils down to the fact that if you can out-attack the defense with the right speed, then then you win, uh, yeah. which is kind of consistent with like everything in mm-hmm. life ever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> with those three things in mind, 
Trick Room flips all of that. And yes. probably not in the way that I'm showing up on the screen. Uh, it's more like it flips speed. Uh, so <clears throat> with with Trick Room, uh, you, you still have your attack, you still have your defense, but speed, everything you know about speed is completely turned on its head. Yeah, So upside down. Kevin, tell me a little bit about what Trick Room is. Now, Trick Room, pretty much, it just takes the speed and reverses it entirely. So slowest Pokemon become go first and you know faster pokemon become go last and that lasts a total of five turns well i guess it's technically four turns because turn one counts as you setting the trick room but but with, don't you regardless get, don't you get um the the immediate speed change like that turn i don't know mike it feels like eternity that's what it feels like <laughs> trick room is up for eternity <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> these will be the longest five turns of your life i'll yeah, tell you yeah. that right now that's fair um but yeah trick room has, is a move in the game i guess we should mention that it's mm-hmm. a move uh only a, a handful of pokemon get it mostly psychic types but you know a handful of other pokemon also get it like a couple ghost types here and there uh, a couple normal types but in terms of what the move does it has a negative seven priority Negative seven, if you guys don't know what that means, like in Pokemon, moves along with having speeds to them. Like along with the Pokemon having speeds, moves also have priorities. Some do, there's yeah. Certain, yeah, there's certain moves that have priorities. Um, negative seven is the lowest priority possible. Mm-hmm. So that's where Trick Room is. Uh, so it will always go last. To give you a little bit of uh, uh, extra, mm-hmm. you know, whatever for this, uh, protect a move that a lot of people would know that's that's what plus four something like that um mm-hmm. extreme speed plus two which goes faster than fake out which is plus mm-hmm. one i believe correct yeah yeah um so helping I mean, hands the, plus yeah. six or something is it really yeah. oh yeah, wow it's like really that. high that's like because i like I, I know the way the, the way that the game is is coded is like everything every action has has a certain priority to it so like even mm-hmm. switch like switching out pokemon has a priority to it it's just yeah. that you know switching pokemon has like the highest priority in in the game apart yeah, from it's plus seven apart from pursuit which only has priority above it when it's used mm-hmm. so. and like if you guys just want to like have like a visualization of this in your head mm. regular moves are just priority zero take out is plus three i'm hearing what is it really well so that means helping hand is above that yeah and then e speed is below that interesting okay. interesting okay so <clears throat> why would why would people want to build a, a trick room team now the reason that people want to build a trick room team is uh kind of similar to what you were saying like pokemon is comprised of three different i guess portions you know sections you have attack defense speed okay so that's three sections you get rid of one yeah (laughs) and now you can just put all of your focus on two sections attack and defense Mm -hmm. you can make without worrying about your how fast your pokemon are you can make them hit harder i almost flipped off the camera make them hit (laughs) harder (laughs) and uh make them you know tankier because instead of you know Pokemon that you would give like maybe 252 speed, maybe like 116 speed in, you could now just fully commit that to their HP or fully mm-hmm. commit that to their defenses or, you know, fully committed to their, their attacks. So that just makes us like in general, your Pokemon are technically better Pokemon because of it. And uh, along with that, Pokemon that are slow usually have really strong other stats to compensate for their speed. Now you just remove that compensation and they just become very strong Pokemon. Right, exactly. Yeah. We're we're gonna be talking about that a little bit later on with our with our spotlight, mm-hmm. but um yeah. that is it's nuts when you when mm-hmm. you just remove speed all entirely. It becomes a completely different mm-hmm. game. You just remove the Pokemon's problems and then yeah. you're just left with you know, a Pokemon that would be broken if say I mean, imagine like take a take a, a Torkoal for example. Torkoal has like very low speed, right? Yeah. You essentially take the the 140 special attack from a Torkoal and you put it on a Dracovic, uh, not Dracovic, uh, Dragapult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just make it the fastest thing on the field. Like that's that's a little, that's a little stupid, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a little dumb. But that's why that's why you would want to do it is because and along with that, you're also just taking these slower mons that don't get a lot of attention because you know slow mons 
tend to not get a lot of attention. Most people just play good stuff teams. If you guys don't know what good stuff means, it just means take the Pokemon that excel at attack, defense, and speed equally and play them. What's That's an Oranguru? What is an Oranguru? Like, if not for Trick Room, what is an Oranguru? Exactly. What is, you know, anything? What, what's a slow bro? What's any Pokemon with like base 30 speed or below? Yeah. What are they? You can just outspeed, hit them. Even in VGC, especially, you can double target them to just make sure. Like maybe not in singles as much. I feel like in singles, using slow mons without Trick Room is a lot more doable. Yes. Than in doubles. Yes. Because like you can make like a slow bro work in, in singles and be fine without Trick Room and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I will say in, in singles, um, abilities play a much bigger part in the game, uh, just from mm -hmm. what I'm noticing in, in VGC. Um, you know, it, there's so much more that VGC brings to the table because you have two Pokemon. Um, mm -hmm. You know, having that extra dimension of like, do I target both of them uh, uh, straight across? Do I do I make like an X? Do I make uh, both my Pokemon target one Pokemon? Do I make them target the other Pokemon? Like that's... So are they much gonna more, protect? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are they going to protect? That's so much yeah. more of a um, tricky <laughs> situation. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So it, yeah, essentially, the reasons you build Trick Room because the Pokemon, slow Pokemon are good too. Yeah, basically, <laughs> slow Pokemon are good. Sometimes they're better. So how do you how do you beat it? Now, there's a couple ways to beat it. Mm. Mainly. Priority is uh, something that we have to mention because the, the one good thing about Trick Room uh, in terms of countering Trick Room is that it is negative seven priority. Mm -hmm. So that means that you, given the right resources, have a lot of opportunities to hit that setter. That setter is vulnerable. They are not only going to not attack the first turn or, you know, whenever they decide to set it up. They're going to go last, no matter what. It doesn't matter if your Pokemon is a Dragapult. <laughs> right. It will go last if it's negative 7 priority. I mean, I guess the best example is Mimikyu. Mimikyu is like base 95 speed. It'll go last. Um, but yeah, there's a couple things you can do. Because uh, it is not... It is not unbeatable. I will. It, nothing is ever unbeatable in Pokemon, okay. guys. Mm -hmm. That's something that I want to stress to you guys, like right here, right now. Because hacks will always exist. Random... RNG will always exist. Uh, there's always counters to everything. Uh, but yes, you do have things like Fake Out also. Fake Out, like I said, has plus three priority, yep. as was mentioned earlier. Turns Flinch out it's automatically. From, since, since Gen 5, by the way, if anybody's curious about that, I did okay. look that up. That's why we're confused. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be plus one. Pokemon before. likes to change things. Exactly. They're not telling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they let you figure it out. Anyway, continue. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, you have things like Fake Out, which will auto-flinch the Pokemon, but even Fake Out has its counters. Like, there are some Trick Room Pokemon, like Oranguru, gets inner focus. You can't flinch it. Yeah. There are just some Ghost-type setters, like Mim Mimikyu. You can't fake it out because Fake Out's a normal-type move. But that's not the only counter, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a couple other counters. There's things like... Uh, Using Trick Room also. Now, this sounds counterintuitive, Mike. Mm, okay. <laughs> to counter Trick Room, you must become the Trick Room. <laughs> if you see a Trick Room coming, and this does take practice. Yeah. It does take game knowledge. Uh, it, eventually, with practice, you'll become good enough to the point where you can look at a team and know exactly what they're going to be doing. Mm. You can look at a team and just be like, oh, this is a Trick Room team. Why else would you have all these slow Pokemon and, uh, you know, a setter or two on the team. It's a Trick Room team. Right. So by having Trick Room on one of your Pokemon, even if you never use this move in any other scenario, can just revert the Trick Room. Like Trick Room plus Trick Room equals no Trick Room. I just I just thought of something. So yeah. I like that you're saying the Trick Room is like a switch, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you, somebody flicks a switch on, you can just use the same thing to flick the switch off. Yeah. Um, there's an item in the game. There's a new item. Uh, what's it called? Room service, right? Is that the one that lowers your speed by, is it two points? Yes. Yes. Negative okay. two. Negative two. So uh, room service, for those of you who don't know, um, is an item where if your Pokemon's holding it and trick room is active, uh, then it lowers your Pokemon speed by two uh, stages, which I believe mm -hmm. is 0 0.5. It halves their speed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
what I just thought of is if you put that on a defiant Pokemon, does am I right in thinking that it would increase their speed by two? No, defiant has to be opponent. Oh, damn opponent. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or else you can thinking, also yeah, just like, like you just do that, and then you mm-hmm. activate the trick room uh, on your side to disable it, and then you have this plus two to speed. Yeah, you can't self-define yourself. Oh man, and even so, mm-hmm. like that probably wouldn't be all that that great because who would use a move that just increases speed by two yeah and i think that was kind of the problem with um with room service too is like it it just reduces speed like it does nothing for your attack it does nothing for your defense like it doesn't mm-hmm. it just it it's much there to make items would. yeah it's just there to make pokemon that are fast also possible in trick room Right. That's like why I think it's there. But something that I was funny that I was thinking about that I don't even know if this has ever happened. Maybe somebody here has like a video clip of this happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, Trick Room can be used to counter Trick Room. What if your opponent is such so next level, he knows that you have Trick Room on one of your Pokemon and he double Trick Rooms with both of his Pokemon <laughs> and reverts it back into Trick <laughs> Now that would be insane. I'm just going <laughs> to make a off, team. On, off, on. Just make a team. <laughs> <laughs> a team of six trick room setters and just exactly. always trick room every single don't time don't do that guys. <laughs> don't. that's the last thing you want to be doing do as we do not as we say um, okay so i think let's let's super super quick because this this uh intro part took a little bit long uh let's mm-hmm. super super quick talk about the the application of trick room um uh, yes. so tell tell me a little bit about that now Trick room teams kind of have like three separate niches to them, like three separate kinds of Pokemon that they they run in order to be like, you know, the most successful. I guess I should say the most successful trick room teams will have these three different uh, sections of Pokemon in them. You have trick room setters, which are the Pokemon that place up the trick room. They're the one that, you know, sacrifice, you know, doing a move their first turn to get that trick room up. And then after they convert into a supportive Mon. Which brings us to supportive mm. mons, which are mons that help the rest of the team do what they're supposed to do. They help the trick room get set. They help the abusers deal damage, which brings us to the abusers. Trick room abusers are Pokemon that we were talking about earlier that are very strong Pokemon, like ridiculously strong Pokemon, but their speed hinders them in regular competitive play. So you want to bring those trick room abusers to abuse that trick room, be able to outspeed their opponents and deal the damage that they were always meant to deal, but never got the chance to because they would get uh, destroyed in like regular competition. Now, in terms of setters, you have Pokemon like Mimikyu, which is good because you can't fake it out and it gets a free substitute. So it's hard to... It's hard to do that double in thing to Mimikyu. Like I said earlier, like you could simply double in to, to the Trick Room setter and then take it out. It's hard to do that to Mimikyu because Mimikyu gets a free substitute, which mm-hmm. means that it could take one damage. Like it'll just take one move and just only lose 10% of its HP and that's it. Yeah. Now, you also have other Pokemon like Oranguru. Can't get, can't get flinched from fake outs. Really good. Bronzong. Amazing when paired with Butterfree, because like I said earlier, uh, Bronzong is a steel type. Butterfree can redirect the attacks to the Butterfree. That kind of does make it like a suicide lead, but, you know, it's fine. You just have to bring very strong abusers with that kind of team. If you're sacrificing one slot to be a Pokemon that kind of just dies off, then you definitely have to bring, like, you know, a strong backline for that. And then you have Dusclops, just a tank just very disgusting <laughs> it's so hard to to to, to double hit it yeah. and then get rid of it and then Haturn, same thing the reason Haturn is good especially next to indeedy and in both situations with bronzong and Haturn, the butterfree and the indeedy would be the supporters to support them to get the trick room off those two are just like general generally very strong together but not so strong individually in my opinion uh, Haturn is really good with Ndidi because Ndidi gives the psychic terrain. You can Dynamax after your trick room, just blast off mind storms and one shot everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that, those are the setters for you. Those are like our top five setters. There, there's a, a gigantic list of Pokemon that get this move. Simple Google. We can't talk about all of them for, for, you know, crunch time. 
next we have supporters. We talked about Ndidi. We talked about Butterfree. Also, fake out supporters are good. Just anything with a fake out is good with a with a trick room setter. Because if you're able to flinch one of your opponents, then you know that's one less Pokemon that can hit your trick room setter. I do want to mention this generation, this is less viable of an option because fake out as a move is less viable because you can't flinch a D-Max. If your opponent can predict that a fake out is coming, they can just D-Max and not care. So that's something to keep in mind. Hmm. Now, Mike. Yes. <laughs> we have our Trick Room Abusers. Oh. <laughs> Torkoal. Stupid damage. <laughs> really? Mudsdale. Mudsdale. Stupid tank. Snorlax, stupid damage, stupid tank. Now, is this Rapierre, just because they have like super high damage moves and and high yes. damage like special attack or attack? Yes, absolutely. They're just unusable the, otherwise because their their speed is so low. They're 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 not the tankiest. Mm. Like a Torkoal is a a stupid damage abuser. We're gonna we're gonna. There's four different sections to this. There's stupid damage, stupid tank, stupid damage, stupid tank, and then stupid. Ah, <laughs> Torkoal is stupid damage. Mm-hmm. Which means that it's frail, but it can one-shot your Pokemon, like, 100%. It, it's just 140 base special attack. You you can go for 120, 150 base attack, like, eruption at full HP, and just one-shot Pokemon in the sun. It's, like, a, so many stat bonuses on top of each other mm-hmm. that it just becomes, like, a very hard-to-manage Pokemon. I mean, hard-to-go-against Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And you have Pokemon like Mudsdale. Which are very strong, especially with uh, the stamina ability. You you touch this Pokemon, it gets plus three defense. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stamina is stupid. You touch this Pokemon, it gets plus three defense. They always run Assault Vest. And on top of that, you're going to make it the fastest thing on the field? No, thank you. And That's it gets incredible. access to Body Press this game, Mike. I actually went against the beat-up uh, beat uh, Whimsicott with the Mudsdale. It hit, it hit the Mudsdale twice, set it up to plus six defense, it went for body press. Oh, my God. What? I didn't, I didn't like it very much. That's incredible. <laughs> I didn't like it. No, stop. And then Whimsicott can learn Trick Room, too. There's your setter. <laughs> oh, wow. That's insane. Oh, God. Yeah. And you got your, your stupid damage, stupid tank. This this uh tier I give to Snorlax. Okay. Snorlax can just set up the plus six whenever he wants because <laughs> he is so tanky it doesn't matter drum. yeah with belly drum mm. and then he's so tanky it doesn't matter you give him you know priority uh, not priority you give him like you know the first hits in a battle and you, you can't not many things can survive a plus a plus six snorlax because mm-hmm. it has attack on top of it all i don't know why this pokemon gets belly drum i understand it's a big blob but but why Wow. And then next we have our stupid tier, which we're gonna save to after the break. <laughs> Good segue. Go and ahead. There it is. Good segue. We're gonna talk about Rhyperior after the break, which has been taking up storm on online competitive battles, especially in Trick Room teams. So that's what we're gonna do next after that. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Okay, and we are back. We're back and we're fully charged i got myself some water so i don't literally die again (laughs) and we are fully fully ready to get into today's very first uh hopefully first of many uh pokemon spotlight today's spotlight will be on the stupid tier himself (laughs) the stupid tier now Rhyperior, I, I have on the screen what his uh, uh, typical moveset and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, stats are. So for everybody who's listening in, uh, typically Rhyperiors will have weakness policy with the ability Solid Rock uh, with EVs of 252 HP, 252 attack, 4 special defense with a brave nature. Um, what does Solid Rock do again, Kevin? Yeah, just to double check, I'm making sure. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Solid Rock reduces the damage taken from super effective moves by 25%. Wow. Which is good on this Pokemon oh, because absolutely. this Pokemon has a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, it yeah. usually uses the moves uh, Rock Slide, Protect, High Horsepower, and Earthquake uh, with the potential replacements of, of Fire Punch, Hammer Arm, and and Heavy Slam specifically. Uh, Rhyperior... Is like the perfect example of an amazing trick room Pokemon uh, due to its its high stat total uh, and, and yeah. its low speed, as Kevin was talking about. So, uh, you know, usually when you see Pokemon uh, online with like, you know, stat totals of like 
five, 500 plus. Uh, it's usually like well divided between its, its six stats, uh, including mm-hmm. speed, including the, the stat that it doesn't use if it's not a mixed attacker. Um, but Rhyperior is insane in ways that I'm going to go over in a little bit. But first, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to let you know that uh, it's it's Pokemon that it, it typically <laughs> likes to <laughs> likes to be with. Our uh, Oranguru Torkoal Dusclops uh, hat turn. If you guys haven't seen our breeding guide, I mean, I guess this kind of looks like an image for that one. I mean, kind of, right? Like, we're going (laughs) to use the same image, exactly. Uh, And Bronzong. Uh, Bronzong was an interesting combo that I learned about. Uh, Because typically when people run Mm -hmm. weakness policy on on Rhyperior, they'll put, like, bulldoze on Bronzong. Um, And and the whole reason is, like, you you minimize uh, Bronzong's attack IVs, uh, so you keep that at zero, so that you can do, like, absolutely no damage with with bulldoze to Rhyperior. Um, Mm -hmm. It'll take the super effective hit, it'll take, like, no damage, and then it'll have uh, weakness policy for its attack. Um, and I, I thought that that was just so creative and so insane. Like, it's like, a, it's like a beat up, but used differently. Yeah. But here's the thing with Rhyperior, because Rhyperior specifically this generation is like good for multitude of reasons because mm. Rhyperior has always existed since like gen four, but like it's never, or at least I haven't had a big problem with it. Even in trick room. I think before this generation, people would just use Eviolite. Rhydon in Trick Room, they wouldn't even go for Rhyperior. Yeah. But I think the reason why it's like a hundred percent Rhyperior right now mm-hmm. is because of Dynamax. Dynamax oh. just makes it extra stupid. Because mm-hmm. this Pokemon has a hundred and fifteen base HP, a hundred and forty base attack. Like like I said, Trick Room Mons excel in everything except speed (laughs) and this excels in three gigantic stats like big stats like the fact that it's special attack is so low is irrelevant the only two relevant ones that it lacks in are special defense and speed but like i said dynamax is so good because dynamax will take your hp in this case uh i think like 222 yeah Mm mm-hmm 222 oh yeah level 5222 it'll double it like <laughs> if you're in full hp it'll double it yeah it yeah, becomes a ridiculous nuts. pokemon with a lot of hp very high defense and a solid solid rock ability it takes his four time weaknesses turns it into three time weaknesses and it takes its two times and turns it into like one and a half yeah. like it's good like and the, the it has so many weaknesses that weakness policy makes so much sense on it. So your 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 base one forty attack will now just also get you know fifty percent boosted. <laughs> and I really weakness policy. I really want to drive home that point of the 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 stats on this Pokemon with HP, attack, defense, and and special defense in total. That's four hundred and forty points, which might not mean a lot on its own, but is is already way more than the meta now this is without yeah. special attack this is without speed because again with with trick room you can basically say that speed doesn't actually matter uh yeah. it, or the calculations will be different but since the calculations are so different i was just like you know what remove that to yeah. drive that home here's arcanine arcanine has a hp attack defense and special defense in in the same comparison a total of 360, which is 80 wow. full points lower. 80 like points of of meat. 80 very important that, points. Just that you're just lower. missing. Exactly. Speed. Yeah. If you're going a special attacker, even worse because it's a spe- uh, its special attack is 10 points less than its attack. Mm-hmm. Um, for you guys that don't know, like for total base stats, like usually you want to stick to like if you want like a good stuff spawn, you want your Pokemon to be at, like. 490 and above is usually what you stick to mm-hmm. like you want to at least have like 500 base stat totals yeah what mike is saying is that removing speed and removing a special attack right period is already almost <laughs> yeah good on its own it's, like <laughs> it's just there if you gave it zero special attack and zero speed it is still like top pokemon yeah <laughs> same thing with dragapult well, Dragapult is a completely different story because most of it is built off the off of the fact that it's like one of the most one of the fastest Pokemon in the game. It's got a speed mm-hmm. of one forty two. Um, without all of 
without all of that and without its its special attack, uh, that's three fifty eight, which I believe, yep, that's too lower. That's pathetic. Than <laughs> Wait, that's like, where's your dragapult now? Like, that's three fifty eight. Sounds like a base stat total for mid a mid evo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds very low. Exactly. And, yeah, I speed's mean, important. Rotom wash was even lower than that. I, I don't think I put uh, together a thing for that, but uh, Rotom wash was even lower. Uh, yeah. than all of those. I think it was like 320 something. It was nuts. So Rhyperior's broken in Trick Room. Yes. But but again, the the downside is that like you need to be using Trick Room for Yeah, that was a good caveat there. All I was of that just to actually make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say a Rhyperior out of Trick Room, I- I'll scoff at. Yeah. A Rhyperior with the Trick Room setup, I'm running for my life. Like yeah, exactly. it, it's that it's that black and white like it's that big of a difference you, like, you gotta think about it like that because i mean it's the same thing yeah. with with any um other uh, other types of setups right like if if you let somebody set up the rain if you let somebody set up sun if you let somebody uh on a on a more impactful note set up something like swords dance or quiver dance like you're gonna have a hard time dealing with them riperior is just one of those pokemon where like that setup needs to happen in order for it to be good. Mm-hmm. Like my my boy Frostmoth, like mm-hmm. as good as I as good as it is, it's usually not great without a quiver dance. Um yeah. I, I like I, I find that. that I have trouble using a Frostmoth when I when I haven't uh danced it up. So, you know, there's that. But um, that's going to be all for the Pokemon Spotlight for today. I, I would love to do a Pokemon Spotlight every single week or at least every few weeks because uh, I, I feel like just talking about Pokemon specifically, those like specific Pokemon uh, is a really fun time for me. I like doing that. You know what? You know what, Mike? Yeah. Do we have a functioning email for this? Yeah, we do. It's actually Podcast at gmail.com. S- Send in your suggestions yeah. to what Pokemon you think we could spotlight. If and you... preferably, you know, like competitive mons that are, you know, currently being used or currently like the flavor of the month. We'd really like to talk about those what specifically. What a great ask. What a great CTA. If you have yeah. a competitive Pokemon that you love to use, send it to Pokesportspodcast at gmail.com uh, or even send it to us on Twitter, write it out in a, in a tweet with the, the hashtag, uh, Pokesports podcast or just Pokesports. I'll check both. Um, you can find us everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're accessible, dude. Like just, just check it out. Anyway, let's, um, let's get into some audience questions here. Um, just for, for the people uh, in the, in the audience right now, if you would like to ask a question as it revolves around trick room. Uh, make sure to add the exclamation mark question before your before your question, and we will be sure to answer it. Um, rather early on in the podcast, actually, Shade Ravenfell, um, big big, uh, you know, loyal friend of the podcast, um, asks, uh, "Could we take a look at the speed tiers uh, for a rundown?" And you know what? I have actually gone and done that for you right over here. If you'll take a look now, for those of you who are just listening in. Um, I have, let's not capture cursor there. Oh, there we go. Uh, I put down all of the, or I put down a website, uh, trainertower.com has, uh, the, the speed tiers for VGC 2020. Um, and it's listing all of the Pokemon based on their, uh, uh, speed. So can you, Kevin, let's give me a little bit of a breakdown of what I'm seeing here. So right now it's looking like in terms of base speed, Ninjask mm-hmm. is still the most you know, fastest Pokemon in the game. Not usable, but it's there. Which means it's the slowest in Trick Room in the game. This is true. This is <laughs> there true. It is. If we do a big old flip, the, yeah, the very first thing we right see, there, yeah, exactly. Mike just used Trick Room. I just used Trick Room on the website. Yeah, uh, I know Pincherin is there. Uh, no one's using Pincherin. Oh, wow. Torkoal's actually uh, one of the lowest speed tiers in the game. Look at that. Yep. Base Spear 20. Base Spear, Base mm-hmm. Speed of 20. Uh, thorns there. How can do you do you see any thorns in uh, Trick Room? You see, thorns one of the weird ones, right? thorns one of the ones that you'll see in regular teams, but you'll yeah. never see in a Trick Room team. And like, <laughs> uh, that's like my experience with Ferrothorn. Like, if I see a Ferrothorn, I'm just like, this Pokemon is just such a good typing, mm-hmm. has such good moves, has such good coverage, such good stats. 
it doesn't need its speed. It's one of the few Pokemon that I'm just like, oh, you are a single, you, you're a, a good stuff. You're not a trick room mon. Hmm. Thorn's an interesting one. I see. Yeah. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, understand why, why Greedent is, is there. <laughs> Greedent's like one of the <laughs> slowest Pokemon in the game. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen it used in singles once before, actually. I think I got like absolutely bodied by a Greedent before. I don't know. Greedent does what Snorlax does, doesn't it? It's like it's a very similar thing. It's a very just, similar bond, yeah. Yeah, it's just belly drum, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I can imagine. Gigalith is another interesting one. Sandroom, mm. very very popular idea. Is is Sandroom yeah. like active this generation? I haven't seen it. I see. I just see people mostly go for, um, go for Tyranitar and Excadrill if they're going sand, but. Sandroom can definitely have its advantages. I think one of my old, old VGC 2014 teams, my first ever team, was uh, Gigalith and uh, Mega Mawile. Really? Because you can pair it with, like, uh, Sand Force users. You can pair it with, like, I think Steelix is in the game. You can make Steelix mm-hmm. useful because it gets, like, I don't think it's Sand Force. Mm. But it's Steel-type, so you wouldn't get hit by the sand. Which is nice. No, I mean you do have to kind of take everything on this list with a grain of salt because, like, yeah, you know, it just because they're low speed doesn't mean they're good. Yes, I was just about to say that. Just because it's slow doesn't mean it's trick room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like Cursula is down here at at thirty, but actually, no, that's not true. Cursula's Cursula's a no, beast. Good. Oh no, it's yeah, Corsula's it, that's good. Corsula is the better one. Cursula's eh. Uh, <laughs> you just want to be tankier. Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about ghost corsola sometime uh because i had a i had a fun week with that one but were you playing singles i was playing singles yep there it is yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> but anyway so you know what that's i think let's let's end that question there but mm-hmm. so take a look at the speed tiers again that's trainertower.com slash vgc20 speed tiers or just go to trainertower.com you'll be able to find it there um i wanted to ask you a question actually kevin oh yeah spicy i wanted to know what are your thoughts about the the evolving meta so far? It feels like things have kind of changed, you know, week to week. Um, and I'm curious what your thoughts are. Um, I'm experiencing it's a day. I'm experiencing like a change day to day. Ah, yeah, that's true. Or like every two days, I'll see like something completely pop out of the woodworks, and a lot of like. As much as I hate rental teams, and I'll tell you, I hate rental teams a lot. They're contributing to the changing meta. Yeah, they that's are. true. Because they're making Pokemon accessible. Certain popular individuals are making certain Pokemon trend, which changes the meta again. On top of that, they make their rental teams accessible. Everyone's using the same same teams, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I experienced a trend difference where... I think I feel like I was one of the first people to use like a vile coal rental team and like really make that work. And I was able to just climb, climb, climb. I got all the way to top 500 before anybody knew what to do against it. And then two days later, I, I, now I'm 12,000 like, because <laughs> people just learn what to do against it. Yeah. Or, and, and not even people, just, just like do. one person, like whistleblowers will come out and be like, hey, I know mm. how to beat this vile coal. And soon everybody is like swarming them being like, oh my God, let me try that. And then, yeah, Mm -hmm. it just, it keeps evolving like that. It's nuts. Like, I think the, the, the evolving meta is good. Yeah. There are some unhealthy changes that they made to this game. And I will stand by that like wholeheartedly. One of the biggest unhealthy changes they made is dynamic speed. I don't like it Mm. that you can just snap your fingers, set up tailwind and then suddenly your adjacent Pokemon are faster than mine. That's right. not. That's not okay. You should have to wait till the next turn because then technically Tailwind is four turns long, not three. While Trick Room is technically still only four. Mm. So I guess that that makes them fair. Even that, four. like that's that's another thing that um, VGC has over 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 singles, right? Like mm-hmm. Tailwind is that the matters thing. a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tailwind isn't the thing. Like speed doesn't matter as much uh, once the actual turn has started. Um, once your your moves have been selected, speed doesn't matter. Speed's just what it is. Yeah, and and doubles it affects your the adjacent Pokemon as well. Yes, yes. So like, there are situations where I was having Vile Coal, so my Vile Plume was the fastest thing on the field. I was in Chlorophyll 
uh, son, so I should be outspeeding everything. And then he has like a Whimsicott and the Dragovich. And then suddenly the Dragovich is outspeeding my Vileplume and hitting my Torkoal. My strategy is no longer viable because he goes for Tailwind and then immediately gets the speed. Like, that isn't okay, in my opinion. <laughs> but that's just, you know, that's my two cents. Uh, Ryan coming in clutch in the literal last few minutes of this podcast with uh, a paste of the Gower winner this week. Uh, I, I'm not going to read through. I am going to read through the whole thing. Uh, it's uh, Togekiss and Didi uh, Pikachu. Pikachu, huh? Tug- wait, wait, wait. Was uh, I'm I'm assuming Gigantamaxes were allowed if they're running Pikachu. I guess they're they're doing Gigantamaxes now. Oh, that's the only thing I could think. <laughs> uh, yeah, G Max Pikachu. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tyranitar, okay. uh, Chandelure, and Excadrill. Excadrill. I will go on the record saying that I do not like Excadrill. It's not my friend. Oh, but I see what he did here. He ran Surf Pikachu with Weakness Policy Tyranitar. Oh, okay. And oh. as you can see, he's he's running a, a an anti-trick room also with his Chandelure. He's running Trick Room on a Chandelure with Imprison. Oh, and Max That's Speed Investment too. Yeah. I see. Okay, mm. so that's how the Think winner the of Galler, uh, Galler Weekly, number four, uh, how they did. I'm excited to see the stats. Um, if you would like yeah. to see the stats, uh, keep an eye on Pokesports uh, podcast at uh, at, Pokesport, at, at Pokesports podcast on Instagram, because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, posting all of those stats there. Um, or just go to BGC Stats, uh, their, their Twitter. But go to ours too, because you know what? We love you. We love you more than they do, we promise. Well, yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> we do. We make. Uh, Kevin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, at Ovation. Okay. I stream almost every day, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. Oh, good for you. Find me there. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram, it's still just Mike, or on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, all it's still just Mike. Um, you can find the podcast, of course, as I said, on Instagram at Pokesports Podcast, on Twitter at Pokesports Pod. Send us an email with your favorite Pokemon uh, and why you like to use it uh, to Pokemon uh, Pokesports Podcast at gmail.com. Um, subscribe, to which, uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, we stream this podcast live, so all of the ums and ahs and blahs and coughs and clearing your throats... <laughs> That's all there live at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays, uh, every single one. Um, and for those of you who are listening to us on you know, YouTube or Twitch, you can also subscribe to us on Spotify. Just search up Poker Sports Podcast. Anyway, that's going to be it for us. So I hope y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Good Goodbye. Night. Goodbye. Toodles. I love you. Bye-bye.